It's the Boxed Out Podcast, episode 36. My name's Harry Worth, and as always, I'm joined by Jack McDonald. Here we are. Harry, I would ask how you're doing, but I don't need to, because, ladies and gentlemen, we are recording this just after our previous episode. It is the 15th of January, but there's a reason we're doing this in advance. You've got a big trip coming up, and we just can't wait to talk about what we're about to talk about. How are it you is going? All star <laughs> season, baby. It is. It is. It's the it all star episode, much anticipated. And yes, as Jack mentioned, I'm off on holiday, um, heading over to Melbourne to watch the Aussie Open tennis. Cannot wait. You'll Hopefully probably you'll to. you'll be there in Rod Laver Arena right now as this episode <laughs> drops. I imagine. Yep, probably watching Carlos Alcaraz or Novak Djokovic or someone like that. Just living the dream. Living the dream. But anyway, NBA All-Stars, it's that time of the year. As always, this episode is our predictions based on who we think deserves the spot. Um, As you may or may not be aware of, the NBA All-Star starters are determined in the following manner. 50% voted by fans, 25% as voted by players, and 25% as voted by the media. NBA All-Star Reserves, the seven of them, two guards, three frontcourt players, two wildcards, those are decided by the coaches of the other NBA teams and they cannot vote for someone that plays for their own team. For example, LeBron James, as of the most recent returns, leads the West front court with over 3 million votes, that is going to weigh really heavily on the voting um, just because, you know, next is Jokic with 2.7 mil, KD 2.7 mil, and then AD at 1.5. Based on those numbers, LeBron's probably going to start, um, but we might not have it like that. And that's what this episode is all about. Our opinions, our views, let's get into it. Yeah, Eastern Conference. Yeah, yeah. Yep. These are these are the people that you know because we think they're deserving. They are deserving. Um, so exactly. yeah, it's a it's a better way to do it rather than just predicting who's going to make it because we can literally yeah. look at the votes. Um, yeah, this is just how we so, do it around here. Ex- exactly. We wouldn't have it any other way. In the East, the three front court position spots. I don't think there are any three safer spots in the history of all-star safe spots. Jason Tatum, Joel Embiid, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Correct. Same thing here. Uh, same thing on my ballot. I don't think that needs to be discussed. They are not head and shoulders um, the best candidates for those three spots. Yep, absolutely. The only uh, point I will note, um, teams have played you know, between 37 and 41 games at the moment. Um as of recording, um, Tatum 36, Giannis 39, and Bede is only at 27. Um, whether or not that'll factor into decisions in the future, I think it's just important to sort of note where those guys are at um, for the future. But 27 out of 37 games, he's in the All-Star team for yep. Mr. Embiid. Now, the guard position. Guard number one, Tyrese Halliburton on my Correct. Correct. I, he's there. There's there's no debate. It's the, it's the correct answer. I mean, he was starting for us last year when he was averaging 20 and 10. This year it's yeah. 23 and 12 and a half. Like, 
<laughs> Come on. He's now, there. The, the other guard spot, who have you gone with? I think there are a few options here. There are. So t- talk us through your options. I think there are three, personally. I also think there are a strong three. Um, those three being Jalen Brunson, uh, Donovan Mitchell, and Damian Lillard. Would you have those three as well fighting for that one spot? I've also got Maxi. Well, I, I Maxi, I think is on the bubble there for me. Okay. He's he's right on the outside. Um, but do do you have Maxi starting? No. Okay. Okay. I've I've gone with Donovan Mitchell. So have I. <laughs> Let's go. I, I think for the Cavs to be twenty two and fifteen at this stage with how injured they've been, um, it really is sort of what we saw last year from Donovan Mitchell. 28, 4, and 5. Um, he's played 42 games as well, um, which is really impressive for a team that's 42 games? Probably No, that's wrong because they've, they've played this. Screw it, scrap that. Um, but he's, he, he's, played, he's played lots of games for them and they've needed it. Um, yeah. I, think it's the, I think it's the right pick. Yeah. Whether or not that'll, that'll be how it eventuates, I think we'll see. Yeah, well, I think at this stage... I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. Um, you know, things might be different in a couple of weeks, but for now, no major issues there. Mm, mm. Okay, bench. Mm-hmm. So the bench is made up of two guards, three front court players, and two wild cards. Of your two guards, you've got Jalen Brunson there, I can assume? Mm-hmm. Correct. He deserves it. He's... Yeah. Probably one of the more deserving guys um, on these lists, just oh. as you know, someone that hasn't made it yet. And a hundred percent, you know, there are lots of good guards, and it's really tough to be a good guard in the NBA and make all star teams. And he deserves it. I, I I wouldn't have a problem with him starting either. Not that yep. there's a massive difference, um, but yep. yeah, he's he's in there for sure, for sure. Um, and then as I alluded to previously, my other guard would be Damian Lillard. Um, however, in saying that, I have used one of my wild card spots on Tyrese Maxey. Mm-hmm. I would be happy. With, like It doesn't really matter when you get to the bench, but I think both of them are right there. Um, how does yours look? Yep, I've, I've got Maxey. In yep. my other guard spot, he's, I, th- I just, I think he's consistently been really good for them um, and they need him to be that good. Yeah. Um, but I've, yeah, I've definitely got him ahead of Dame. Um, Dame's a tough one in, in my view, but we'll get to that. Oh, oh okay. Moving, moving to the Fords. Or the I front courts. Struggled here. It, really it was struggled. Tough. So I think in in my view, the four that it's between. I've got four as well. Uh Julius Randle, Bam Adebayo, Paolo Banquero, and Jalen Brown. Interesting. Those are the, those are the four that I was picking between. 
Right. I have a different four. List? Tell me your four. Um, I don't have Paolo there. Um, instead, I have Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes? Yeah. Um, and actually, Scotty Barnes has uh, made the team for me. He's made it. Really? He's made it, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah he has. I don't. I'm not as confident on this one, <laughs> but he has. He has made can, it can, for me. Pa- Paolo v Scotty. I just think Scotty is on a worse team and is doing more. Obviously, that's not translating as well to wins, but I think the Magic have a better roster, and it's more impressive to me what Scotty is doing. Um, at, at the moment, really. Um, he's just improved so much this year as well. Um, do, and really think, is the number one option on that team. Do you think that because Scotty was disappointing last year, he's been given a bump this year? No. I I just think of the Raptors, I don't know, 15 wins, you can probably put down nine or ten of them to Scotty um, mm. on his own. Um, mm. But, yeah, again... I don't know how I feel about that. I've, really I've gone for Paolo, man. I'm just putting. I've I've got Paolo there. Wow. Um, Magic twenty one and eighteen. Raptors fifteen and twenty four. Paolo is averaging twenty three seven and five. Mm-hmm. Versus Scotty twenty eight and a half and six. I suppose that's pretty marginal difference, isn't it? Yeah. The difference we really there with Scotty is the the stocks two point eight stocks per game compared to Paolo. 1.7 yeah. but hey the magic are winning and for some reason i i just i i feel like when you've got guys with similar stats you've got to reward winning to an extent and i was i felt like rewarding paolo this year that's fair i would just say i wouldn't i wouldn't pin the raptors um lack of success on scotty, oh, scotty. yeah Un- understood i would almost now, i would say it's the other way they are winning more games because he's there Yep, I, th- I think the Magic are winning more games because Paolo's there. But <laughs> man, Eris is going to be so happy with you, man. Yeah, well, I mean, he took him freaking thirty-five in fantasy. Yeah, oh, he anyway. knew he knew he'd be an all-star this year. Oh, anyway, is it safe to assume that you've got Bam Adebayo as taking one of your forward spots or front? That would spots? be that would be very safe to assume. Now. This other front court spot, Julius Randle or Jalen Brown? Um, Knicks fans, block your ears. <laughs> and I'm not a Jalen Brown fan, but I have Jalen Brown here. Um, and I was almost tempted to do Porzingis. Um, mm. I just... <sighs> It's funny because I actually said to you, why do the Celtics need two All-Stars? But now the more that I think about it, they really probably should have two All-Stars. Like what they're doing right now is incredible. They haven't lost a home game yet. Um, It's kind of nuts. And if that's Porzingis, that's also very valid. What he's bringing on defense is literally game-changing for them um and saying that 
Julius Randle is also very, very deserving. He's having a great year. The Knicks are doing well. Not gonna, not gonna die on the hill of Jalen Brown. That's just who I have right now. Um, who have you got slotting into that last forward spot? Well, it's, yes, it's the last forward spot. We've we've still got two wild cards. Yeah. So I've gone for Jalen Brown. Um, I think twenty-seven, seven, and three. Hard to deny. Um, I think he he struggled early on. But what he's showing is like when Tatum's injured or is struggling, he really steps it up. Mm. And that's what you want from your best number two. You want them to not, you know, get frustrated and hurt the team when they're not getting their numbers and putting up shots, you know, especially when they're getting paid as much as he is now. But you also want them to be able to step up. And I think he's been doing that, you know, pretty much as good as you could expect him to, especially as of late. Um I understand the Pozingas argument. I just think that Jalen Brown's more important to this team. I don't really want to entertain any Derek White arguments. No, I, I, no, I let's, let's cut put, that out. Yeah, I, I understand that people have been pushing it and I actually put the numbers out on my, my spreadsheet here just to, you know, they stand out because they're that much less than everyone else. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so I was, you know, like... Okay, I'm just going to say something. Anyway. Everyone, everyone out there that thinks Derek White should be an all-star should have been campaigning for Aaron Gordon last year. Exactly. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you were campaigning for Aaron Gordon last year. And But anyway. I was. Anyway. Okay. So I've gone for Jalen Brown there. Now, the two wild cards. It was between three men for me. Mm. Those three were... Julius Randle, Damian Lillard, and Trey Young. Mine, mine is very similar, um, except well, you, because you, you, I had Damon as the re- main reserve. Maxi was that guy I was debating over. Um, Maxi's made it. Yep. Has he made it for you? Yeah. Well, he was. He was. Oh, my, yeah. He was my secure guy. That's right. Has Dame um, made it for you? No. Whoa. Dame Dame was the man I had to cut. You watched that man hit a game winner today and you said no. I said, I said, too little, too late. <laughs> <laughs> my picks are in. I've I've already made my picks, Dame. He's already sent in. the ballot off to the front office. No, I I was I just thought. Like, so I'm not a big Trey Young fan. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't think either either of us are. But I think there's a point where, like, 27 and 11, you just can't deny that. And you know, I, I suppose to use your Scotty Barnes argument, like, yes, they're 15 and 23. It would be a whole lot worse if he wasn't there. Um, so. It came down to Randall and Dame, and I think that like Julius Randall had such a poor start to the season that it sort of tainted a lot of people. Um, I think the Knicks need him more than the Bucks need Dame, and yeah. that was why I went for it. Um, I just because Dame, I mean Dame had a slow start as well, and I think it's, it's weird to say this, but Randall's more consistent. You know, like he's consistently been good for them. 
Whereas Dame sort of has been like incredible and then ass and then incredible then ass. And like, I don't know that that's, that's what I went with. Um, Full, you know, disclosure out there. What's most likely going to happen is Tyrese Halliburton is going to get the starting spot. Then he's going to be injured. And then all of these guys will make it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Everyone will make it. But um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I I see where you're coming from. I mean, the Bucks do have like, if I mean, let me have a look right now. If if not the best, very close to the best offense in the league right now. They're just what they're a shade behind the paces. Um, I don't think that's happening without Dame on the team. Obviously, um, yeah. I I don't know. I think Dame. I think Dame deserves it. Um, I suppose, but I guess yeah. splitting hairs really like all of these guys could make it. Does it become a bit of a moral question that can a team that's 26, <laughs> 23 and 16 have two, two all-stars? Is that a matter of morality? Look, it was, a, it was a thought that I crossed my head at one point was like, and then, then does it become a further matter of morality where it's the Celtics of 30 and nine, they get two. Sixers are twenty four and thirteen. They get two. Why can't the Bucks at twenty eight and twelve have two? Maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe <laughs> I need to need to recall my ballot and uh, and and take Randall off the list and give that to Dame. Eh? <laughs> you're gonna annoy some very very avid listeners of this podcast. Um, oh, uh, I mean, I, I haven't done it yet. Um, I mean, Dame needs something to celebrate after yep. his last last few months. Mm. Interesting. So All right. Well, I I had Trey Young, by the yep. way. Um, yeah, I, I, same thing as you were saying. Just you can't ignore that. So and Julius not- Randall was your snub. Correct. You did not vote Julius Randall an All Star this year. Correct. <laughs> that would be correct, but also. I could easily be easily be convinced to um, remove Scotty Barnes and include mm. Julius Randall there. Yeah, I just love the Raptors coach's speech. He's going to be Scottie the face Barnes of the league. All star in this league. Yeah. Is it? Yep. All right. Well, moving over to the West. Um, I think in the West. There are, in my my view, I'm just going to say there are three spots that are completely locked up. I think the two guard spots are locked up with Mm -hmm. Luca and Shea. I think. I agree, but it was, it was not an, (sighs) I did take a bit of time to decide on that. Um, Okay. We'll get to that though. And then I think Jokic is the other spot that is secure. Mm-hmm. Um, the two front court starters that I was debating over, um, and ultimately ended up with, was Kevin Durant and Anthony Davis. Wow, interesting. That's who I went with. Interesting. Who did so, you go with? Does this mean the Lakers are going to get two All Stars? Who did you go with? I went with KD uh, and Kawhi Leonard. Mm-hmm. I think the Clippers are getting hard to ignore, man. Um, I I agree. I don't know who else it would be. Like maybe 
James Harden gets a shout out. Um, but I think Kawhi has been awesome this year. He's been epic. Um, and I'd have him starting. I can see that. <laughs> so what? Why Anthony Davis? I just think he's been incredible. Mm-hmm. I, I think that I was always it was I was always going to put one of LeBron or AD in there, mm-hmm. and I think yes, LeBron's more important, but AD and what he brings in terms of defense, like I think it's it's a really it's been actually quite special this year. Like it's an outlier. And you know, like it's stand, it's standing out. It's better than it's better than normal. And it's yeah. it, like the normal standard for him is exceptional. Um, yeah. And I and I just I, I don't know. I th- I think he's had some monster performances. Um, I could have easily gone LeBron, but I think that in terms of numbers, those two guys are putting up like polarizing numbers as front court players compared to the, everybody else on the list there. Um, what about? But, Numbers in the wins column. Yeah, they went like five and zero in the in season, bro. <laughs> five and zero in the in season, bro. Damn. You've got to reward. You've got to reward of, the in season. Of course, you're gonna have two Lakers on here. They're not even five hundred, bro. <laughs> That's okay. It's all I right. think it's. I, I understand. It's tough to. I know ignore. what it's. I know what it's like to be a fan. I get it. I get tough it. to ignore. Okay. Let's move on from there. Bench, the two guards. Um, Anthony Edwards has to be there. And I wanted to find a way so bad to have him in that last forward spot. Um, He's only played 22% of his time at small forward this year. So just not quite there. Um, And I did seriously consider putting him ahead of Luca. Um, Mm -hmm. But in the end, I think what Luca's doing is nuts um despite the wolves having the one seed yep aligned i i yep aligned and enters there in there and pen mm-hmm. yep. the other guard um tough uh, it's tough but i went with steph i think again like yes he's been struggling the past few games but he is the warriors um the player that I was, I mean, I think the two guys that I was tossing up between there would were um, Fox and Booker. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I ultimately landed with Steph there. Yeah. I went with Booker. Um, just another monster year from him. Mm-hmm. Um, not really much more to say, just shooting the shit out of the ball and mm-hmm. carrying a pretty injured team when he plays. Yes, so he's 27, 5, and 7.5. And um, yeah. 29 games played out of 38. Yeah. So that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for, on the Fords, mm. who have you gone with? Um, I wanted to put a Laker in there. They're trying hard. Um, so I, I did want to reward someone here and I was, I was tossing up between LeBron and AD and I had AD in first I took him out and I put LeBron in and now I've heard your argument for AD, but I'm going to go with LeBron. Um, although Anthony Davis has the raw numbers, if you will, um, I was looking 
briefly at some numbers and the advanced stats all point to LeBron being the engine of this sub 500 offense. So I've gone with LeBron here and uh, one of my forward spots. Um, and I assume you've got him in there as well. Do you? Or is Yes. Yes, I do. I do nice. have him there. Um, I would happily change him for AD. Like if, if we were putting LeBron in the starting lineup, but I think, yep. The the point I'm making is one, in, in my view, one of them is starting, one of them is on the bench. Mm-hmm. Um, but in my other two forward spots, front court spots, mm-hmm. I've gone with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Nice. I like it. Um, it's like, I think you made the point for Kawhi before. Um, he has been great. The clip, we, you know, we spoke about the Clippers. They have been really, really good lately. Um, Paul George has been awesome too. Um, yeah, the numbers aren't as big as some other guys, and I think that that's you know, like when you've got them all in front of you, that makes it a little bit harder to to get around if you if that's really what you're wanting to focus on. Because like Kawhi is twenty three point nine, Paul George twenty three point eight, um, both like somewhat like you know between s- six rebounds. Yeah, four assists that that yeah. sort of range, and I think that like when you've got guys that are scoring twenty seven points or twenty eight points or getting thirteen rebounds or whatever, like it sort of sticks out as being like not as good. But I just I think this year they're both really tough to pass up on, and I think mm. the Ford spot is weaker. Um, it is in this conference. The really the only other person, well, there were there were two two maybe three that i was sort of looking at here um yeah they were i was like do we reward cat do the wolves deserve two all-stars just because they've got a good record um cats 22 22 and nine mm. um ultimately i thought nah not rewarding cat and then the other two <laughs> players that i really looked at here at, at this spot were chet Mm-hmm. Um, again, I think impact, the numbers are standing out as being, you know, lower. He's only averaging 18 points. And the last one was Sabonis at 20, 13 and eight, pretty much. Yeah. Um, but ultimately I landed with Kawhi and Paul George. Nice. Nice. How about you? Um, I went with Sabonis. Um, <laughs> Can't yeah, it. I, just think he's been really good really really good um and then because i didn't want to give the lakers two all-stars because they're very undeserving of two all-stars i gave it to uh lowry markinen um i like it i think the jazz have been playing really well at the moment lowry's doing Mm -hmm. very similar things to what he did last season where he was an all-star um and yeah, I, like the Jazz are heating up. By the time this episode goes out, they might, you know, they might be up in like a sixth seed. Um, yeah. So I'm just, I'm just going to go with Lowry. Um, pray that he keeps up what he's doing. Um, yeah. And I did also toss up with Chet. Uh, Brandon Ingram, I had a look yeah. at. Yeah. Because I think. It's tough that the Pelicans probably won't get anyone. Um, yep. Very tough. Yep. Yeah. 
And then obviously I had Anthony Davis on there and I just have written down another Timberwolf. So Gobert or Cat. Mm-hmm. Um, please, please, I don't want to watch Gobert in another All-Star game. <laughs> like, he's not built for the All-Star game. Like, if he makes the All-Star game, he needs to do the Jimmy Butler and just be like, coach, I do not want to play. Yeah. Or, some, or he should be forced to play how he doesn't normally. Take yeah, some like, threes. He, yeah, he has to shoot 15 threes or something. <laughs> um, I'm just curious, before we move on to the wild cards, are you going straight guards here or are yeah, you going? Yeah, I am. Yeah. I've gone okay. straight guards. And, and I, I think that like what it came down to for, for me was aside from like the LeBron AD forward slot that I had there, Ant, Steph, and then my two wild cards, De'Aaron Fox and Devin Booker. I thought that those four guys were better than Kawhi, Paul George, Sabonis, Chet. And so I like those four I were pinned in on my list before I even looked at yep. the Fords. Yeah. Um I, I suppose to an extent it's a little bit of oh, you know, Fox or Sabonis. But I just think De'Aaron Fox, 27.7, 4 and 6, he's, he just keeps getting better. Mm. Um, he shoots the three ball far better now. Um, he comes up when they need him. He plays hard. He is the Sacramento Kings offense, even though Sabonis, you know, does do a lot on the dribble handoff. Um, I couldn't get past Fox. I have Fox as well. Um I have those exact four guys, actually. Yeah, because um, oh, yeah, yeah, you've taken Booker as the secure spot and then Steph yeah. as the wild card. But I think they're really all secure. Yep. Um, it does. The one thing I sort of do think about is Sabonis and Fox making it. Um, but I think that's just front court being a bit weaker because um, I do have Fox as better than Sabonis as well this year. Um, but yeah, same four guys. For me, um, yeah, I Kyrie. I was seriously yep. close to putting Kyrie in there. Yep, and I, I had a look at Jamal Murray as well. Um, yeah, he's the I, other I guy think, I've got written I, down. I think it's a it's a tough miss for him, just just because you know, like he he is an all star and he has been for the last three years, and he's proven it in the playoffs. And you know, he's he's off the bat of this chip, this chip, but. 20, 20 and a half points, under four rebounds, just over six assists. Just when you put those numbers next to Booker and Fox and Ant and Steph, like it's it's just not quite at the same level. And like that's that's okay. He's gonna go home with you know, sleep with his ring at nighttime and you know <laughs> Booker can have his all star appearances. But it, it is it is tough. Um I did feel for him. I uh, yeah. leaving him out there. And then yeah. I've also actually put um just uh, yeah, Harden, Sengun, mm-hmm. and um, Jalen Williams, just as notable mentions. Yeah, there, but none of none of their numbers are are big enough. Yeah, to, I agree with all of that. It. Yeah, and mm. back to Jamal, just very quickly. At least we can still keep saying Jokic has never played with an All Star. <laughs> we can keep saying it. <laughs> He'll get his chance though. He'll get his chance one day. Yeah, yeah, he will. So, so really, the the toughest miss for me was Sabonis. Um, mm-hmm. And I suppose that makes the toughest miss for you 
AD. In the West, yeah. Yeah. In the yeah, West. Yeah, close yeah. close to overall. I think Julius for me and AD on the West mm. are the two guys that I'm like they would be there. Yeah. Um, and and just so the listeners are clear, my morality argument about giving the, the twenty three and sixteen next two all stars does not apply to the Lakers. <laughs> fine. They are exempt from the morality argument. <laughs> always getting special treatment man always getting special treatment it's deserved no i just i just think like the lakers are so ass outside of those two that that was that was where i went but anyway yeah yeah good to get some disagreement this year jacko i know i know and not very much of it either Uh, like yeah we gotta yeah i mean there's there's always there's always going to be you know, several overlapping picks. That's just how this thing goes. But I think we've we've clashed a little bit more than than usual. Yeah. You know, but for sure. Anyway, anyway. Mm, interesting. If anybody else has gone through this exercise themselves, or would like our templates or spreadsheets, and would like to send it in and have a yarn with us about it or anything like that, let us know because we've got like various word documents and excel <laughs> spreadsheets and stuff prepared uh, with millions of s- them <laughs> ready for you to slot your answers in so um feel free to reach out um you know don't tell us that demar Derozan should have been in there or whatnot uh, <laughs> that's just pushing I'm the boat so, out a little bit i'm too waiting far. to hear i'm waiting to hear og ananobi should be an all-star we're gonna get that oh, one. Oh, yeah josh hart should be an all-star Anyway, it's been. No, good. I, I actually agree with that. If anyone that is listening, please, please do, because it is good fun going through and doing oh, this, and that's absolutely. that's why we like to talk about it. Yeah, that's you know that was what gave birth to this podcast. Exactly, wanting to give a platform to to that chat. So yeah, let us know. Um, hit us up. We've we hope you've enjoyed this episode. Um, once again, um, any picks made on this podcast are fact not opinion (laughs) and (laughs) they cannot be refuted this is this is the truth now and we will stand by this forever so say hello to your new first time all-star scotty barnes (laughs) no just no um yeah also just i just want to reiterate one more time well this is being recorded in advance in the middle of january so I think this will go out in maybe a week, but if <laughs> something happens, don't get on us about it. This yeah. is as You're of the fifteenth of January. Yep, exactly. Although, although we, I mean, really, what's what can change? I suppose and injuries can change things. Um, I suppose a player could go on a real hot streak, or a know? massive fall off from from a mm-hmm. team. You know. Um, yep. The Lakers could win six games in a row, and all of a sudden, it's like. What are you talking about? Give them No, they can't. Give them no, three all stars. <laughs> they can't. <laughs> no, they can't even bloody beat the jazz. But anyway, thank you for listening. It's been great. We will catch you soon. Um, probably once the all stars have actually been released at the end of January. Um, enjoy the NBA. Get your votes in. Vote for Shay. We are. Um, yep. Thanks for listening. Awesome. Thank you very, very much, everyone. As per, we'll be with you shortly. Goodbye.